Hey guys, it's another edition of Singles Only Podcast. On this episode, our guest is just me. Uh, just a recap episode, obviously for the quarantine. Uh, no voice of reason, just me uh, answering questions that people asked me over the past three weeks that I've remembered to cover, as well as the ones I got on Instagram and uh, Snapchat that uh, I reached out to people seeing what they want to talk about and all that good stuff. Um, if you haven't already, subscribe review us now more than ever it's important i want to keep this free uh check out our sponsors uh i don't know my dates right now paulfcomedy.com is going to have everything all of april is canceled but um may i'm hopeful i don't know i'm supposed to be in uh arkansas oklahoma tulsa oklahoma minnesota rochester but i don't know I don't know what's going to happen, but we'll find out. We're all in this together. Um, check out my YouTube page in the meantime. If you want to watch clips, I've got over 60 clips. Some of them are only a minute long. Uh, YouTube.com backslash Paul F. Comedy. Please subscribe to that as well. And uh, give me feedback. Like the ones you like. Maybe don't say this one sucks, Paul, because I, I am very sensitive right now. Um, and that's it. This one's a fun episode. It's quick. You'll enjoy it. Uh, thank you all for listening. Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar, your host. On this episode, we have uh, Riding Shotgun, Paul Farvar, also our guest, Paul Farvar. It's just me. Um, this is a quarantine episode. Um, brief one. We're just going to go through some stuff here. Uh, people are dealing with in quarantine, both single and married. People come up to me now. Uh, I've had uh, a couple of people say, well, how are you doing? And I'm like, I'm doing okay. You know, I miss comedy. I miss baseball. But otherwise, it's it's okay. I've, I've been busy cleaning out stuff, finding things, um, writing. I've had some projects, too, for auditions, everything's uh, self-taping, things that are good. Uh, it's fun. Um, what's funny is you won't see people now who have kids and are quarantined with them uh, saying like anything about, oh, when are you going to get married and have kids? Because they're um, typically, uh, I won't say always, but they're they're struggling as well. Everybody is. Um, so I asked people what they wanted to hear about, and a lot of people took it along a lot of different ways uh, that I was going to reveal more about myself on this episode. And maybe I will. I don't know. But I, I do want to talk about a couple of things that um, – are important uh, in in dating and and I, and I want to say to a lot of people that listen to this uh, podcast uh, regularly and message me, I, I really do appreciate it. And if you want to message me, it's just pfarvar at gmail dot com uh, or Facebook, friend me, Instagram, follow me on Instagram and DM me. I, I respond to almost everything um, people send me, unless they're just assholes. Um, even then, I kind of respond too. Um, anyway. Um, I do want to cover some stuff. Um, obviously, um, we're we're approaching what two hundred episodes here, and uh, my position on um, being single has changed and evolved. Uh, I change. If people, if you change, it doesn't mean that you're flip flopping uh, in politics and in real life. It means that you're evolving, and you uh, everyone goes on their own personal growth journey, myself included. Um, and I think uh, people get a mis, uh, misguided idea of what my position is on marriage and and uh, relationships, uh, monogamy, and uh, children, all that stuff. 
my opinion is that I, I'm just not sold on the traditional notion of uh, marriage. I think uh, it's outdated. Um, that doesn't mean it's bad. It just needs to be updated. There's got to be one idea I've posed for, for my cult fans and friends is a seven-year contract. I think it, it, it would make marriage more realistic and, and less stressful for people. Uh, you renew the contract after seven years. People can walk away if they should. People say, well, then they can just leave when they want. Well, if they're unhappy, why the fuck do you want them to stay? It doesn't make any sense. There's got to be pros and cons. You know, my, my parents have been married for over 50 years, and maybe they should have been divorced, 40 of those. But now they're elder, and uh, they're looking out for each other. And, and I think that there is that advantage that I, I am now seeing for the first time of having someone in, in older age. There's there's a good argument um, for getting married or being in a monogamous single relationship for the rest of your life. Um, yeah, I mean, th- those are my thoughts. If uh, A lot of my friends who are married now are mm, struggling. It's, it's hard if they're uh, quarantined with their significant other. Uh, I, I've heard that about people who are married or people who are dating that live together. I know a lot of my friends have reached out to me saying like, okay, uh, how are you doing? Tell me everything. Like, like it's porn. Like they've asked me like, what'd you do today? I'm like, well, nothing Like I want to know. Cause I didn't get to do anything I wanted to do. You know, when you're quarantined with someone, if you're quarantined with someone for two months, that, that counts as like, if you make it on the other side of this together, you are in a successful relationship. That's, hard to do this two months is like two years it's going to age all of us in terms of um stress of living with someone not me so much because i'm still other than not doing comedy and getting out and driving and things i love doing i'm doing okay uh, for the most part um but yeah i think that on the other side of this you're going to see a lot of divorces i I did a joke about that and uh it's uh, but it's real um, divorce lawyers are going to make some money and, uh, hit me up if you need one. I got someone for you. Um, people who are living together are not going to be together anymore. And sadly, there's going to be domestic violence as a result of that, which sucks. And and people say the numbers are only at 7% increase or whatever, but that's because a lot of people are not reporting it. A lot of women or men, uh, can't report it because they're still stuck with this fucking asshole that that's abusing them so that kind of sucks um there'll be a lot of people moving out so real estate agents will be doing well i've got someone too uh if you need that um yeah if you if you survive this and you still want to be with that person then you found your soulmate or whatever you want to call it that's amazing um a couple of questions people asked uh about dating um that they wanted to talk about. One is um, Corona dating. How are people dating? I think uh, I think everyone has their different approach. This is a real thing, um, so you got to be careful. Uh, I have met up with people that I've known, whether I'm dating them or for podcast purposes. We've social distanced. We've been careful. We've been quarantined, and I also ask people if they're uh, if they have. Uh, uh, a poor immune system uh, or uh, or live with elders or have contact with elders because I think that that's realistic. I think, um, look, if, if most people who are healthy like myself and 
some people who are watching or listening to this podcast, if you get the the coronavirus, you're going to be quarantined for 14 days and chances are you're going to survive. It's going to be a horrible two weeks. It's going to be like strep and flu and everything times 100, but you're going to be doing what you're doing anyway. So make smart decisions. Um, a lot of people are doing their FaceTime dates, which I, I've seen work. Uh, and, uh, you know, hey, that that's good, too. Uh, it's kind of hard to date in this environment with someone you've never met before because you're going over to some stranger's house or uh, when the weather gets nicer, you can maybe walk outside. I don't know. There's nowhere to really go. Quick note, if you are walking outside, uh, like I like to do, um, there's no bathrooms. All those places are closed. They're not going to let you in. So pee before you go and don't drink water because um, then you'll have to pee again. Fun fact, just a lesson I learned. Um, and I just turned around and went home. I didn't pee outside. Although you could do that, but that's frowned upon. But what isn't, really? That's a Royal Tenenbaums reference. Listen, you know I'm a lawyer. I talk about it often. But when I have legal questions or I have legal issues that I'm facing, I go to my friend Scott Shapiro. So if you've been injured on the job, um, a need compensation, you might be entitled to money that you don't even know about. And that holds true for workers' compensation, personal injury, all that stuff. Um, my friend Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers and doing entertainment law for almost 20 years now. You need to contact him, 312-648-8800, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. He is legitimately one of the best people and best lawyers I know. Um, if you call him, you tell him Singles Only sent you or I sent you, it's a free consultation. Granted, it's a free consultation anyway, probably, but boom. Just, just throw my name so I can uh, stay in business here. Um, he is a full-service law firm in addition to workers' compensation cases, work injuries. He handles litigation. He handles all your legal needs for entertainment law. So those of you who are entertainers out there have legal questions. He's your guy. Again, free consultation. Don't take a chance and not get a lawyer. 312-648-8800 or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. So yeah, people uh, are are meeting and and uh, I've met people before the quarantine that I'm going to reach out to when this is done maybe. I don't know. Um it's it's like a it's like a stop in time, right? We're all going to try to figure it out on the other side. Um people talk about dating, ask me about dating on the apps or in real life. You know, I I remember when Tinder first came out. Um, or even those other uh, like eHarmony and all those things. I th I remember um, how people frowned upon that and people were embarrassed to say that they met on Tinder or they met on stuff like that. Um, and now there's no shame in it because I think more people in recent time have met online in one sh way, shape, or form, whether it's one of the app dating apps or eHarmony or the uh, match.com. I think that's just real that's just how people meet now and i don't think it's shameful at all i think that um in a lot of ways it it gets especially the ones where you have a lot of history on there like hinge i think it it cuts to the chase on a lot of shit that 
would otherwise not be available when you're talking to someone in real life. I've met someone recently in real life and you get to know them. Sure, that's fun to, and exciting to see what those connections are, but it's also scary because you can be talking to someone for, you know, three or four dates and then and I've said before, like all of a sudden you find out that they say something completely inappropriate or ignorant and you're like, "Fuck, I have been dating a guy or a girl who's who's you know, a deal breaker otherwise for me. Those apps are helpful in that way where you can kind of get a hint of what you're dealing with, whether it's, you know, political stances or um, music tastes for some people. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, I think the dating apps are, are probably a better thing um, than real life. But, you know, and also in real life, and I've said this on the podcast before, it's hard to approach women now. I, I think people are a little more uh, defensive to guys, it's a lot harder um, to do the stuff that I did to meet women um, or my ex-girlfriends. Um, one of my healthiest, longest relationships I had as an adult, I met at a, at a late night bar called Burton's Place. And I went up to her acting like with a clipboard, acting like I was uh, give, conducting a fake survey. Pretty creepy, but I was funny at the time. And we ended up dating. I, you know, if I, if I did something like that now... Well, number one, um, people would be like, get away, fat old dude. But I was younger back then, and I had, well, I had good hair back then too. But um, number one, that would happen. Number two, it's just guys are not going to do that anymore because uh, it's just not the way it's done. It's it's harder for guys, and, and women don't like to be bothered, which more power to them. But um, I don't have a problem with that. I just think that it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen because I've tried to to talk to people at bars or at restaurants or at, at music festivals and, and people are they're just not as nice as they were back in in my day in the in the fifties. So so I think dating apps are uh better. I, I know that because I've I've met some of my friends who are recently divorced or recently single and they're very hesitant to it. I don't think you should be hesitant. I do think you should give people chances on it. And a lot of people, I, I, I talked to someone recently who said, if there's no chemistry after the first time, they're out. Disagree with that. You should talk to people, get to know people. You can make real connections. Um, I've met, pro- I've made professional connections through the apps. I've met real friends, real genuine friends who are closer to me than friends that I've had for 20 years through the app. So those are things that uh, the apps can provide. You just have to be sincere in wanting a real connection. And, you know, look, people ask me what I want. Why am I on the apps? Um, or why was I on them? And, and I am not actively, I guess. But um, I don't know why. I think uh, I'm honest with myself to know that I'm not on there to to get laid, but I'm also not on there to get uh, to to get married and have kids. I'm somewhere in the middle. I want to make a real connection with people. And, and I think a lot of people are like that. And that might be foreign to to you or to um, to a lot of people. And and, it, and it's hard. It's hard to meet people. But um, for me, why I'm single, my life has, before the quarantine, my life changed significantly. I, I left a, a job that I that I liked and I, and I still don't resent for the most part to start a new career in comedy and, and that takes up my time. I take things seriously and that's a priority to me. It's like my real, it's my priority. And, and some people 
are in relationships where they want to be the priority, as they should be. Uh, relationships should be prioritized. But for me, I'm not in that position. So I like to connect with people who have other priorities in their life, um, whether it's a child or children or uh, a career, so that I don't feel like I'm wasting someone's time, um, if that makes any sense. Um, but I was called out for why am I on the apps if I don't want a relationship. I do. I mean, relationship is a vague term. You, you've got to decide what that means to you. For me, it means something different than it means to you. Uh, but that is what it is. Listen, I told you I had a special treat for listeners, loyal listeners of the show, Singles Only. And here it is. You heard me talk about the book Perfect Pain, which is a memoir by my friend Param Parastron. It's an awesome book about his journey, his life journey of how he had this perfect life on paper, family, successful career, money, everything. But he had an underlying pain that he didn't address. And this book addresses that. It addresses his life in an amazing way. He had such a cool life. Um, and he had some personal demons that he struggled with. And through therapy, he conquers that. It's a great book. I don't want to ruin it for you guys. Read it, perfectpain.com. But here's what I'm going to do. I talked to the author, Param Parastron, and he is going to let me give away a book every week. Here's what you have to do to get a free book. Subscribe to the podcast and give us a review. Once you've given us a review, five-star review, um, message me and tell me you did it, and I'm going to send you the book. Once, one a week. We're going to do this until we run out of books. I've got 22 to give away, it sounds like. So perfectpain.com if you want to buy the book available on Amazon and available in auto audiobook too but if you are a listener of this podcast all you got to do is review this podcast and then message me and say hey I reviewed it or if there's a way to contact you I'll figure it out um, and you're going to get a book sent to you you don't even have to leave your house you're going to get a free book once a week I'm doing this for the book Perfect Pain by Param Parastron it's a great book I want everyone to read it I want to make this a bestseller and get the the far of our bump, the singles only bump. So buy it today or give us a review and get your free copy. And when you like it, don't lend it to other people. Make them buy it too because it supports this author and this journey. Perfect pain, parm, parastron. Let's see other other things. Uh, people being married multiple times and dating. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. You shouldn't have got married the first time. Uh, if multiple times is, hey, a lot of celebrities are doing it, you should be able to do it too. Um, I don't think it's frowned upon. I know uh, Maggie DiPaolo is married to her husband who had a starter marriage, they call it, and she's the second wife and she's in a very successful relationship. I think getting married later in life obviously helps a lot. Um, to be more mature, finding a dude who you know is no longer... Uh, thinking with his dick. I, I don't know. Those are things that happen. Um, for me, I'm older now, uh, and I'm happy to say that my uh, my priorities have changed significantly since I was a kid. It's funny because I like that about me. I like that I'm, you know, I'm in my 40s, and um, I remember being younger and having my dick run my life, and. Uh, making bad decisions where girls would call me up or text me 
be like, I want to come over. Will you pick me up? And if it was like two in the morning, I'm asleep or I'm in line getting food or whatever, I'd be like, sure, where are you at? Text me your address. And like, you're like, sure, Milwaukee, 45 miles away. I'll be there. That's how crazy it was. And it was with people that unhealthy, toxic relationships, but you know, it's sex and that's all I thought about. But now if I got a text like that, I would be like, mm, I'm going to stick in line here at Taco Bell and get my food. I don't want to lose my place. And then you think about the consequences of of bad uh, a bad decision. Um, so it, it is nice to have that. Um, and uh, I think in terms of uh, marriage, you, you grow too. And uh, when you're older and you decide you want to get married again, that means that, hey, that person has been in a shitty relationship and went to the promised land and is ready to marry again and learn from his mistakes or her mistakes. I know I have another friend who has remarried. He's friends with his ex-wife and, and they're in a happy, in a happy place where even their ex-wife is part of their lives because they have kids together. So, uh, what else here? Corona dating we talked about, um, anal has come up quite often, uh, (laughs) in the things one uh listener said why are guys obsessed with anal another um another uh person said why do you talk about anal a lot paul another person said is it is it bad to have anal too soon in the relationship um i don't everyone has different opinions on it i think i i think it's fine i don't know i think it's fun uh you have to be in the right place and right time and right mind to do it um I don't know. I think it's it's a good thing or a bad thing. Just be safe, especially during the virus time, right? You get probably shouldn't probably should have no anal for 30, 30 days. That I think that's safe uh, to say. I think there's some connection to germs being spread in 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 the anus. So that's my punt on that question. Um, Let's see, uh, craziest place I've had sex was asked. You know, we asked that on the Drink Date Laugh show that I have monthly or weekly now at the Laugh Factory. We uh, we have people fill out surveys and we ask what the weirdest place they've had sex. And uh, for me, I don't think I've had any crazy places. I had sex on a trampoline. That was pretty cool, but it's really just the bed, if you think about it, without the mattress. It's just like the bottom part of the bed. That was cool. Um mm, elevator sex is pretty hot office sex is hot i don't know if i've had any crazy weird places though i had sex on the beach but that's kind of whatever basic um i do want to share this story because this came up uh walk of shame stories and uh this is a true story and my friend colby brought it up because he thought about it in this person i've talked to recently so my craziest story i will share this and, and then we'll try to get into the other half of this podcast um i uh i met a girl in a town in san francisco this is years ago over 10 years ago so i think the statute of limitations is run and uh i think we had a mutual friend in fact i'm pretty sure of it and we went out i ended up headed back to her place and uh, we hit it off for them this is one of those again this is a time where I was in my late 20s, um, maybe early 30s. So my dick was still running my life. Let's keep that in mind. I've already uh, addressed that. And I decided I was staying with my friend, and I decided to go to her place. And um, 
this is before Ubers or anything like that. There were just taxis and, and uh, public transportation in San Francisco. So I went to her place um, and uh, we had fun. We, I remember uh, there is a funny part to this story that I will say. Um, ah, shit. I don't know if I could. It's a separate story for a separate time. But um, it was a funny incident during the physical aspect of it. Um, but going back to the walk of shame, I had to leave her house and go to my friend Colby's house, which is um, at the time we looked on computers. This is, again, before Internet had what power it had. This was probably 2007, 2008. Um, and uh, we looked on MapQuest and it said it's a mile away. My friend lived a mile away. I, I looked it up. I figured out how far I had to go. I'm like, cool, no problem. I'll make it. I'll walk. I was wearing shitty, uh, you know, dress shoes that were not the most comfortable. But I'm like, it's a mile. I, I do this all the time. Here's the thing, singles only listeners. San Francisco has hills. And this was uh, in an area of San Francisco where there were a lot of hills. And so I had to wake up, hungover, go to my friend's house a mile away with huge hills, huge, huge hills. And I remember calling my friend and saying, dude, this is way fucking farther than I remember. And Colby Payne is one of my best friends. Uh, I've known him for 20 plus years and he's like, it's not that far or whatever. You, you're almost there. And him and his then girlfriend, now wife was like, what's going on? And I'm like, I'm almost there. I had to walk home. I got a great story to tell you, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I ended up like going up and down these hills, sweating like bullets. Cause it was, it was hot uh, and uh, sunny. Cause it was like around 11 o'clock going up and down these hills. I ended up not making it. And I saw a cab or I called a cab and I had to like take a cab for like the last whatever third of the the mile. The cab looked, looked at me clearly walk of shame. I'm wearing like a, a dress shirt that's soaking in sweat and, uh, you know, je jeans and uh, dress shoes, which are now pummeled, like destroyed from the walk. Um, and uh, I got to my friend's house and uh that's the walk that's the walk of shame story i have someone asked that um someone asked dating friends or family um or dating someone where you, you don't like their friends or family but you like them or you like their penis that's what someone wrote um yeah i don't know just don't hang out with their friends or family if you like the person it's it's very common if you were to get married or have a serious relationship where you don't get along with a, a mother-in-law or father-in-law. And so friends, you know, people, the friends you have now are not necessarily going to be the friends you have in seven to 10 years. For me, I've been lucky to have some of my best friends um, for over 20 years uh, still in my life, but I've, I've made a lot of good friends and it's hard to make friends as adults, best friends, you know, especially for me, um, you know, most of my friends most of my guy friends that I grew up with are married with kids and they've, they've moved on and, and abandoned me. Um, it just happens. That's what happens. I'm cool with it. I get it. So, um, 
yeah, like if you don't get along with their friends, maybe when you become a part of their life, they're not going to, that those friends aren't going to be a part of their life anymore anywhere. I know for me, um, a lot of my best friends, wives hated me because I was, I was used as everyone's alibi. Even when I wasn't there, I, I know I do a joke about it on stage, but those are true stories. Like my friends used to call me like, dude, uh, I went out, uh, I told Sarah we we're out celebrating your birthday. You got to cover for me. I'm like, dude, I'm in, I'm in Los Angeles right now. And like, and they're like, oh, she doesn't need to. Know. I'm like, she already does. She liked my Instagram story, and then, boom, they're divorced. So guys, um, the good news is now they come back when they get divorced, and we hang out. Um, the the bad news is you lose friends, you grow out of them, or they grow out of you. You you develop, and they develop, and and it happens. These are, yeah, just. Love the person you're with. If you can't be with the one you love, love the person who you're with. That's a song by um, Stephen Sills. You're welcome. Um, let's see what other questions people have asked. Um, craziest place I've had sex. I uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I think I covered that. Um, should cheaters be given a second chance? Yeah, of course. I think. Um, it depends on how they cheated or how honest they were about it and why they cheated. I mean, there's so many things with cheating that like people need to figure out what the fuck. Look, there's a book called sex at dawn. Um, it's a really great book. I'm trying to look at, see if I can find it on my, um, book of books or my shelf of books. Um, I, I think it's what it says in the book is essentially that, um, humans are not meant to be monogamous and i'm not promoting polyamory and you know i don't think it's a it's a bad thing one way or the other hold on i did find the book i'm going to bring it out um but this book um sex at dawn i've talked about it before but now i'm actually going to bring it up sex and dawn sex at dawn how we mate why we stray and what what it means for modern relationships christopher ryan and Casilda Jetha. I'm probably saying that wrong. Um, Dan Savage from Savage Lovecast said it's the single most important book on human sexuality since uh, the Kinsey Report. Um, and, and I agree with him. I think it's a lot. It's it's woken me up to a lot of things. I read it a long time ago, but a lot of what it says is true. I, I think it rings true for everybody. There are, you know, it's not promoting polyamory or anything. It's just being aware of who you are and who we are as humans is important for understanding any relationship you're in. Um, it's a nature aspect of who we are. We're mammals, and it, it's it's unnatural to be monogamous. Um, that's not saying, you know, go out there and fuck everything, but there is a happy medium because we are... Um, we are morals. We have Puritan ethics, and you should have them. There, there are good things about that, but there, there has to be a balance. And and going back to what I said about marriage, there is a, you have to find that for whoever you're in a relationship with, and 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 see what's you know. I I, I don't know what the answer is. I think the contract thing is one option, having a seven year contract, like I said, but um, maybe it's you guys have a like a once a year cheat date. I know someone brought that up before to me that they're like, if I get married, my husband can go and have one affair once a year, one night a week. But it's not about 
maybe it's not about the physical. Uh, maybe it's about like an emotional connection. And that's cheating too, I think. Um, women um, say, oh, I have my work husband. Um, or men say, I have my work wife. That I mean, sure, it's a joke if you guys are like, oh, we just talk about, you know, shopping or whatever the fuck. But there is an aspect of an emotional connection you make with people. And, um, you know, look, that's 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 something that is part of relationships and, and people have to be open and talk about it. But if they cheated on you, yeah, give them a chance and see him or her what the reason was. For me, I just assume every relationship I've been in that uh, my significant other cheated on me. And I know that's people like, how the fuck are you like that? Because I was in a lot of relationships where uh, I was cheated on or I cheated on the person, whether it was, you know, the traditional cheating of, you know, having sex with somebody else or kissing someone else, depending on what. It was the unfaithfulness. And you have to work that shit out, It's especially if it's worth it. If everything else is working in the relationship, then maybe it's worth it to to go to therapy, couples therapy, or figure out why the fuck you got to that point. Maybe it's your fault. Maybe it's his fault. Maybe he's dealing with his own demons. Maybe she got tired of you not going down on her. There, There's so many different things. Um, but yeah, give him a chance. Who knows? Um, let's see. Um, finding people uh, later in life. Yeah, I mean... I think it's better to find people later in life. I'm, I have a diary that I kept when I was 20 years old. I've talked about this before, but it's, it's rings true because I've been exploring it again during the Corona cleanups here that I've been doing. If, if it wasn't in my handwriting, I wouldn't believe it was me. But the shit that was my priorities when I was 20 was my fraternity, uh, uh, getting into a good law school, getting good grades, not getting high as much as I was, not drinking as much as I was, and most importantly, finding a girlfriend so I can get married and have a wife to become politician because I thought I was going to be a politician. Guess what? Life changes. You have to change and, and, and don't think too much. Look, we're all dealing with this right now. A lot of this stuff, we did not, nobody anticipated this stuff. By the way, horoscopes are full of shit right now that's a silver lining this whole thing i can't wait to be on a stage to shit on horoscopes and astrology because my astro my horoscope i read it for the day before the quarantine was like telling me to go out meet new people experience new things travel to italy okay maybe the last part didn't but no one anticipated this stuff and uh it's going to change a lot of things for everybody, but shit's going to be normal. But like things are thrown at you and you just have to know that it's going to change. Your life's going to change. Your priorities are going to change. Um, and that brings us kind of to the second part of this uh, podcast or the one that's going to be played soon with a guest I had who was 20, 20 21 years old. Um, and, uh, you know, when he was talking about being single and his priorities, I'm like, dude, I saw a lot of myself in it and I think it's important to listen to this episode and then listen to his um, because uh, it's real. Like I'm, I would never have been where I am today if I was married and had kids and maybe for, for better or for worse. But like if I got married when I was, uh, if let's say the girl I was dating when I was 25 cheated on me, 
then we broke up. But if I ended up marrying her, which I thought was realistic, I'm not going to lie to you. It was definitely something I thought about. Um, I would have been married in the suburbs of Chicago. Um, probably had a couple kids. I would be driving a Porsche, which was the only thing I probably regret not doing. Um, and I'd be like running for office in like Wilmette. Who knows? Like probably be like city hall manager or something. I, I, I was really involved in politics back then. Um, or maybe I would be a musician. Who knows? I would then I after that breakup I I went all in on music again and lived that life. But I think that and I'm not saying that that stunted me, but there's a personal growth aspect that um takes you on a journey to 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 follow things that you had dreams about, whether it's music, comedy for me has become a passion. Uh Jen Zanotti, who's been a guest on the show, she found jujitsu after her marriage failed. Um, and now she's like the happiest person I know. Um, so I, I just think that we all need to just chill the fuck out, get on those dating apps after this, after this quarantine, a lot of people will probably be listening to this podcast, um, that are recently single. Um, it's just a reality. If I'm wrong about this, come, come at me. I guarantee you divorces will be up significantly and there's a reason for it because we're not supposed to be with the same person for 24 fucking hours it's just not reasonable um and a lot of people are together that are married for years don't see each other they're fucking in their separate lives and they live through their kids which is great kids are great that's a reason to get married my friends who are married say if you don't want to have kids don't get married it's a lot of fucking work so that's it. This is the uh, solo episode of Singles Only Podcast. We're going to have another one where I'm interviewed. I'll, I'll delve into the story of uh, a couple of my worst dates and, and shit like that. Um, I do really appreciate you all listening and, and staying with us with um, what we're on, like our almost 200th episode here. Um. I, I do. I, I love it. Check out our sponsors. Um, it really means a lot to me. If you haven't already, please subscribe um, and and give us a review. It, it really means a lot. It moves me up in the numbers for Singles Only Podcast. And uh, and this is all I got. I don't I don't have a wife or kids to leave behind if if the coronavirus were to take me. So that's my that's my wish. Follow me uh, on Instagram at Paul Farvar. My YouTube page is youtube.com backslash Paul F comedy. And, uh, everyone sincerely be safe out there, make good decisions and, um, and keep listening to the podcast. Yeah.